This is the Introverts Bubble Podcast with a nung of courageous creativity, a place for introverts and homebodies to get out of their heads and have more adventures, where we talk about the topics that introverts need to air out, ways around a loud world, talking about home, work, and everything in between, because there's nothing wrong with us, but we got problems, and we'll do things our way, alone if ever possible. Today's episode is an interview. I mostly wanted to interview Michelle and Russ because they talk about being an introvert and extrovert business partners. They just started their business here in the Twin Cities, so I hope you glean some good info and enjoy. Hey guys, I thought today we'd talk about planning your time, especially for making sure you have plenty of time to recharge. Now, I can just hear some of you people who are rebels and artists and creatives out there just screaming at me. It's like, I can't plan. It's stifling. It ruins my flow. It's just who I am. Stop trying to box me in. Honestly, shut it. Having any kind of scheduling is not a horrible thing. I'm not trying to do to make you some type A anal person and everything else. You need to be somewhat organized in your life or you're going to have nothing. You can't do anything. I mean, honestly, close your whiny little mouth. We are adults. You need to stop telling other people and yourself what you can and cannot do. Like you're just, you're honestly boxing yourself in by saying you can and can't do this stuff. Like, if you're always tired and frazzled all the time, but have no idea why, that's kind of your own fault. Side note, this does not count if you have a medical condition or if you still don't know after after you've done some actual digging in your life, then it might be time to seek some kind of help or some kind of professional, especially medical-wise. Just saying. I mean, we are all social creatures. Most people work with others. We have friends and family. We all like people. And we'll scratch that. We all like certain people. But we all have times that we have to interact with people not by choice. Whether it's work, school, your children's lives. I mean, you have to talk to a doctor at least once a year. At least you should be talking to a doctor once a year. But most of this stuff did not come up as a surprise. People don't show up at your house all all hours of the day. You're not kidnapped all the time and forced to socialize with people, then just set free. I mean, like, this is starting to start ridiculous, right? Because some of y'all do sound ridiculous. And how much you say you're so busy. Busy is not, like, there's too much, just too glorified. Busy is so glorified. It's just so annoying. You prioritize what you do with your time. It's not anyone else's fault but yourself that you keep saying yes to all this shit. Learn to say no. Stop feeling like you have to be obligated for everything else. There's FOMO is kind of useless because you're always going to miss something out because you live in where you live. You can't travel as much as you can. You can't, you don't have an infinite amount of money. So yeah, you're going to miss out on something. Get over it. But the best way to plan having time to recharge is to schedule in what I call buffer time. I mean, there's two kinds. There's the buffer time for before and after whatever you're doing. And depending on like the group size, setting, kind of event, etc. It depends on whether you need one or both and how long they are. For me, doing something that I won't know any people at, like meetings or in-person interview, networking... I need more time before than after. 
I need to give myself time to make sure I, I don't forget anything, have directions, have enough time to get lost getting there and then try to find parking. Because a lot of these things are usually in like Minneapolis and I refuse to pay for parking if I have to. So I will like to get there extra early so I can find free street parking and probably have to hike the six blocks or one time I hike freaking three miles away because I refuse to go downtown and pay for $30 parking for two hours. If I'm meeting friends somewhere or going to like a family party, I need time afterwards. I don't really need time before because I won't, I don't have any anxiety about not having anyone to talk to. But if it's someplace loud and crowded, I'm going to need peace and quiet after. I mean, may, maybe your family gives you anxiety, so you need more pep time beforehand for yourself. It depends on you. It's what you know and what you need. And sometimes you can't schedule your buffer time right before or after whatever is going on. <laughs> okay, dog. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's behind me and he decided he has to clean himself and sound like a cat. Um, back to the point. When you have other obligations in the way, sometimes you can't do the scheduling that you need. But get it in there as soon as you can. Put it in your calendar or your phone. Give it a code name if you need to. So if someone sees it and they don't think that, that, so that way they see it and they don't think they can that you'll just change it for them when they see it because it's not important as what their thing is. And keep these and honestly to keep these as best you can. Keep your word to yourself, take care of you. And it's a nicer, softer way to say no. I know not everyone can say no as easily as me. Now, if someone asks you, check your schedule and tell them, sorry, I'm busy then. Nothing too hard on that. And leave it at that. Some of you might feel guilty or think that you're disappointing them. Honestly, if people are asking you for certain, like, everyday things, it's not that important to them as well. Maybe they might want you there to, to emotional support kind of thing. We're not talking about, like, an important birthday or someone's wedding. Yeah, do that shit. You can't get rid of those things if they're someone important to you. Make sure you actually take the time for all your relationships that you need to build. But don't also, like, add a hundred different things into your calendar because you feel like you have to... Well, I got to do something for my boss, and I got to do something for, like, four different co-workers. I got to do something for, like, all three of my friends. Or some of you actually have more than that, not just me. And then, like, all my family members. If I had to do something for every freaking family member, I would never have a free day to my goddamn self. Because just around me right now, my dad has seven brothers and sisters, and all of them have two-plus kids. And half of them have two-plus kids. So if I had to do something for every single one of them, I would have no life other than doing stuff with them. And that would be absolutely ridiculous. I don't even think they have that kind of time. I mean, but honestly, you're not lying to them by saying this stuff. You are busy. You're busy doing yourself. And there's there's no rule out there that you that you're busy can't be just with yourself. Like busy doesn't mean you have to be with someone else. You're busy could be cleaning something. You're busy could be, oh, I'm sick. Or I need to take the dog to an appointment. Like, there's 
there's different reasons out there, and there's no reason for you to have to explain yourself. It's not, there's nothing really important out in the world that, that everyone needs to know everything that you're doing. And honestly, each buffer time is different. Even doing things by myself, if I need to read something, for take time myself to read, I only need buffer time before or after that. But if I'm hanging out with certain friends, sometimes I need some buffer time afterwards because I've, do, I've done so much talking with them. And it's a great thing. It's a, We have a lot of fun and enjoy doing all those things we do together. But even if it's at like a quiet coffee shop and everything else, I still need time after that to be alone and possibly rest my voice because usually there's a lot of laughing and a lot of talking over each other because we're just so excited about what we're doing together. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like the, the thing is people need to realize that it's nothing personal. It's just your energy levels and what you get out of it. Yes, I get energy out of having that hanging out with like just the one friend and everything else, but it's still energy to do it. Like it's always energy to get somewhere and plan things out. I mean, especially as adults, it's hard enough to plan things with other adults because we all have very busy lives. Some people have children. Some people have really demanding jobs. And some people are like me who have stuff all over the place. So sometimes I'm free during the week. Sometimes I'm free on the weekend. Sometimes I've got neither. Like August, September, you ain't going to see me unless you see me at work. I have Renaissance Festival. I have pop-up shops that I do. I work at the college bookstore. So I'm like, I am all over the place then. And but everyone knows because I have done enough times and I keep my schedule open. I let, and you be open about it too. Like there's a point of being open about your scheduling, but not having to explain yourself. Like there's kind of that, that middle ground that you can be at because that gives you that that's your sense of openness and integrity. And there's nothing wrong with not having to say everything to everyone. Like, there's certain people, like, my, my mom knows. Like, how I'm, I decided I'm going to stay home all day. Or if we're going to hang out and everything else, it's going to be on a weekend because she mostly works weekdays. And I'm kind of like, no, we're not going to do anything on Sunday because I know we're going to do something with the family and I'm going to hang out with her kind of thing. But she understands that. Same with my other friends. Like, we could have weeks where we'll maybe text once or twice and then also have, like, a storm of like texts and calls and everything else in a couple of days because whatever's going on and it's gonna be different now we had a couple times especially when my one friend got was pregnant I didn't talk to her her last month and the month after she had the baby kind of like that was kind of her nesting time that was her to like to like gather her strength and like be ready as best she can I mean honestly you can't really be that ready especially on your first child but it's like I let her know, like, let me know if you need anything. Do you want me there for the birth? Because she knows I've been to dozens of them. And she's kind of, at some at a point, she was like, she wanted le- less people there as possible. She wanted literally just to hear about the doctors. Her husband needed to just sit there and shut up and give her ice. And her <laughs> and her um, her dad needed to be there, but, like, in the lobby. That was kind of her thing. She didn't really want... She didn't want a crowd, especially with that kind of situation. I don't, not many people really want 
all those people talking all the time and having their two cents thrown in and possibly taking pictures. Who the hell takes pictures? Especially the nature. You are not the wife, husband, or whatever of the person getting having birth. Why the hell are you taking pictures? Especially not asking her permission either. It's ridiculous. And honestly, there's not too much, really. It's not really that hard to even just schedule your buffer time because... Yeah, I'm I'm the weirdo that I need like two hours before I go to like a networking event, but that's just me kinda letting my anxiety like run for a while and then run its and run itself exhausted and then be fine, because then I have less anxiety while I'm there because I let it run. And sometimes you need just twenty minutes for when you get done with something and you get in your car and drive home and sit in the car for like ten minutes. Or listen to music and a lower tone just for your hearing and kind of like get itself down. Like if you're like at a club or a concert or something. Sometimes you just need some time for your ears to get used to just regular sound. So you have the radio on kind of loud so you can hear it. But as you get going, you kind of lessen the volume just so it kind of gets easier at it. And just sit there. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I need a full day. Just read and make myself a fort. Which I have done. It's really fun. I really should do that soon. I'll actually, I'll give you guys pictures if I ever do my fort. <laughs> Again, because we have lots and lots of cushions that we add to it. But, because I, I love my calendars. I love all my, all things paper and pens. I have my stuff sitting on my giant year one. It has all the stuff I do for my business. All of my stuff for aerial training. Like all my husband's appointments, all my dog stuff, but it's like, but I do have stuff in there every once in a while. It's kind of like, I put like Thursday a.m. Just kind of just, I put that in there and I kind of scratch off the area, just kind of let it know that that's just, I have something going on there. Do not, like I'm, I'll turn off stuff. I'll turn off social media. My phone will be on vibrate. Cause I'll also look at it every once in a while, but it's just in case it's like my mom, my mom doesn't call me for things unless it's kind of important. And also, too, it's a nice thing um, that I do and why I don't feel too frazzled all the time. I don't I don't have my data turned on my phone most of the time. I have a really, really old Garmin that is that needs to be updated because some of the roads on there are not exactly right. And that's why I do GPS if I really don't know what I'm doing. I look up things and I know enough about the cities that I can find things pretty easily on my own. I don't get... Facebook notifications when I'm out. If I'm out somewhere, I'm doing something like very particular and very specific. And I want to make sure that I am there for what I'm there for. I don't I don't see a reason to keep looking at my phone. Honestly, <laughs> if I am feeling like nervous and a little anxious when I'm somewhere, I literally just look I don't look through like Facebook when I'm having a moment. Like I need to look through my phone and feel like I'm not being a loner or not being a complete loser. I just look, I'll scroll through like pictures because I refuse to pay for extra data to look through Facebook. Then I know I'll get stuck in there and then I'll want to try to look something up and I'll type typing something. I'll search something else. Like, oh, I'm going to jump on pictures now. And that's not the point of going out and doing that stuff. I, I, I have that scheduled out where my mornings during when I watch my local news for about an hour is when I go through my Pinterest and Facebook stuff. And some of my emails. That is the time that I do it. I'll check it again sometime in the afternoon or evening. But I don't 
I don't give it too much weight. And that's another thing when you do when you're scheduling your time for recharging is sometimes you need to do brainless things. Like, yeah, schedule in your social media time. Let it know that. Like, my husband knows when I'm on there and I'm, like, scrolling through Pinterest. He can kind of ask me questions here and there, but I'm, like, I am on Pinterest. Let me just scroll through this shit and find things and start reading and everything else. But, and also, too, that there is an end point. Especially with your recharging time. Like, you need to know what the best times are. Because sometimes you need to have your scheduling that you do better to have a quiet morning to recharge. Like, if you had, like, a really busy day before, maybe you can't. It doesn't really work very well to have your your time to recharge that evening when you're back. Sometimes you just kind of need to, you need to kind of be mindless about doing things and talking to your spouse, cleaning the house, making sure the kids are okay, things like that, and then have your morning do it. There are times in the days, of course, that are better than others. And I always try to make sure in the morning that I have, I take five minutes to just lay there in bed, let my body just kind of wake up in its own, stretch a little bit, and not look at my phone. I get up, let the dog out, feed him if he's feeling frisky at that time. Sometimes he doesn't wait. He doesn't care. He can wait until like eight. But that's that's how I structure my time. So I, I am more... I'm more happy, I'm more productive. And that's kind of the point of it all, with scheduling your time. You don't have to, like, have those calendars where you have, like, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And you have every hour, like, scheduled out every freaking thing you got to do. I have a I have a list. I have my weekly list. And each day I have, like, my five things I'm going to do. One of them's kind of a big thing that might take me 30 minutes to an hour to do. Other ones are going to be things that are like it's a, it's a step into like I'm doing like my email marketing I'll put that on there and I do the next one step and be done for the day and the next day I'll do another step or I might wait a week like if I'm writing my book I only have two days a week that I do it I only work for maybe 30 minutes I don't push myself it'll get done when it gets done yes I wish I can write faster and work more but I don't let myself get wrapped up in it too much. If I write longer than that, perfectly fine. But again, that is my scheduling. But I did very loose and very airy in itself and things can move around if I feel like, oh my God, it's really sunny outside. It'd be awesome to go take the dog for, for a walk. And especially in the middle of the day when the sun's out, it's beautiful. There's less cars to possibly hit me <laughs> because I live kind of by a near a busy, busy street. But again, that is another buffer time that I have because if I have like even an interview for the podcast, that still takes time because partially for me, it's most likely a stranger or someone I've only talked to once or twice. So I kind of need buffer time beforehand and being able to walk the dog. I have to be somewhat conscious of where I am more because I want to make sure we get out of the way of any cars. There's a couple of dogs and at certain houses that we have to walk faster or have to cross the street because they're barky. And it's just easier to walk around. But in the end, you don't have to schedule so much in your life. It's not that big of a deal. But if you want to actually have, make sure you're productive in life, make sure you buffer in time for yourself in any situations. Whether it is things that you need to introvert 
um, things with families and friends, things with work. Figure out which ones you need for before and after, whether or not you need either or both, and how long you do. And it's a work in progress. There'll be some months you're going to need buffer time that's going to last like a couple of hours. Other times you just need an extra 10 minutes to yourself beforehand, just sitting in your car. But either way, let me know if what you guys prefer with for your buffer times and what kind of events. Love hearing kind of how everyone else does it differently because each person does it. And I know mine is completely different than even my closest friends. Thanks for listening. For show notes and to give a donation, head over to the website at courageouscreativity.co slash blog slash podcast 14. Jump on the email list for updates on the podcast, blog, and products made just for you. As always, please leave a review.